Crowded House, great band or the greatest band? It's the soundtrack of my youth. Listening to Crowded House now just feels like a warm hug. I have no idea what to tell you. I don't know where this is going to go. All I can tell you is that I can't wait to get started. This is a recent and somewhat spontaneous endeavor, but it's a labor of love. I had this idea to connect Crowded House fans via the podcast format. I thought we might enjoy hearing each other. After all, it was the miracle of audio that brought us together. It might take a little bit of time to work out the kinks, but I think we'll get there. Together, I hope, even while we are together alone. I'll try to make this podcast the best one I can. Here are a few promises that I'll make to you. I'll try to only talk about things that I've experienced myself, and I'll try not to make comments on events that I haven't, well, experienced. These are our individual and collective experiences, and we should be respectful and grateful for you sharing your personal thoughts and stories. I won't judge your comments, feedback, and opinions. Through this podcast, I hope to make us a stronger community, and I will continue to improve the format and quality of the podcast. Because, well, this is my first go at this. I'm thankful there are tools that make this relatively easy to do, but I know I have a lot to learn. Like the crafting of any creative piece, whether it's music, painting, or dancing, there's an evolution of the work. So, to begin, thank you for listening in and joining your fellow fans of Crowded House on a journey to explore our fandom, our community, and maybe a bit about ourselves. I'm most inspired by and interested in the connections we have to the band, to the music, and to each other. It should go without saying that it's an intriguing time to be starting a podcast about connections. We are in the midst of a global pandemic. As this podcast comes out, we're likely in the worst of it. Hopefully, this will pass soon. I hope you all are safe and healthy. We are possibly the most physically disconnected we've ever been. At the same time, we're maybe the most virtually connected we've ever been. We're either craving connection, interaction, and community, or feeling grateful for the blessings of family and friends that we have, or both. I hope I can provide another small avenue for you to experience connection, interaction, and community. My hope is that this podcast can be both a distraction and provide a perspective on our current situation. Ultimately, I hope that we can build a larger and stronger community. Crowdy. A crowdy is a soft Scottish cheese made from curds. Wait, that's not... No, no. A crowdy is a fan of Crowded House, a musical band formed in 1985 in Melbourne, Australia. How shall we describe a crowdy? Well, that's what we're here for.
I expect that most of you, like me, have been fans of Crowded House for many years. I'm also hopeful that some of you are relatively new fans. Maybe you've discovered some of the bands that came before Crowded House, or you discovered the solo careers or other musical formations that came after Crowded House. So what is Crowded in Here all about? Well, my name is Andy Lacatel, and I'm an unapologetic fan of Crowded House. I've been a fan of the band for more than 33 years. I recognize that some of you have been fans of Crowded House for just as long, if not a bit longer. As fans of Crowded House, we surely have a lot in common. I'm sure we're defined by our diversity, too, whether it be in our profession, our family situation, or other interests. If nothing else, we live in and have lived in various places all around the globe. And those places defined us. The cultures we grew up in influence how we receive and react to music. A single word from the lyrics of one song may evoke a completely different emotion or cultural response in different geographies. Harmonies, rhythms, or vocal intonations may cause one population to stand up and cheer, and another to question, what was that? As individuals and as a community, we embrace the common and focus in on the specific. What moves and inspires one person or group to stand up and dance makes another group shrug their shoulders and say, that's pretty good, I guess. So what do these reactions say about us as individuals and as a community of fans of an internationally successful band? That's what this podcast is all about. I'd like to paint a picture for you about where this broadcast is coming from. I'm in the shed out behind my house in Richmond, Virginia. I'm tempted to call this Hesse's shed, but it's my shed. I'm sitting at a desk my great-grandfather built. He was Swedish and crafty and a hard-working Swede at that. And a good Swede built a desk from the sturdy yellow timber of the home country. This desk must weigh several hundred pounds. At least it feels like that when I've tried to move it. Above me is a stand-up paddleboard hanging from the rafters. At eye level, I'm surrounded by plastic containers of fishing gear, golf gear, tools, and accessories for my kayaks. And as a good American, my lawnmower is in the corner. Ah, but it's an eco-friendly, rechargeable mower. Take that, climate change. This is a quiet place away from the hum of appliances and electronics back in the house. I'm hoping the audio recording in this place will be superior to inside, where there are more signs of life. Let's see how this goes. You may hear some birds and a car passing from time to time. I'm hoping each episode is just a little bit better. Audio recording is a gift. Without the miracle of audio, we wouldn't be able to hear the music we all love when we want to hear it, on demand as such. I hope this audio format will help this community hear each other and hear in our voices the impact Crowded House has had on our lives. Being able to quickly react to a Facebook post with typewritten text is one thing, but to hear our stories shared in our own voices should be even better. I hope you'll not be shy and call into the show. We've made it very easy to chime in and share our experiences. If you, like me, were excited to hear that Crowded House was getting back together in 2020, 
I expect you are equally disappointed that the pandemic will build a temporary wall between us. Today is April 12th, 2020 in America. Let's just pretend that we don't have different time zones for a minute and say that today was supposed to be the day Crowded House played at Byron Bay, Australia, with a sort of kind of new lineup. We'll talk more about the lineup later. We'll just have to wait and anticipate the new music. As fans, we've been blessed by the long and extensive career of Neil Finn, Crowded House and its various lineups, and the Crowded House adjacent projects, whether that be solo projects or other bands. And because of this amazing musical output, we continue to discover new material and have new connections and experiences with the band and its music. There's a longevity and an enduring spirit to the music of Crowded House, even with the stops and starts of the band's history. In the midst of the pandemic we're experiencing, Neil and family are producing an hour or so of music every single day on the Mixler audio format. What a gift. If you haven't heard it, please go check it out. What Neil and family is providing is truly amazing. And for us, the fans, we're getting new versions of old favorites. We're also getting insights into the musical influences of the Finns. And I think we're getting a beautiful picture of what life is like in the Finn compound. Hearing how the family interacts with each other shines a light on what I'd say is a special family. Folding laundry and chopping vegetables for dinner is not at all beneath them. I'm talking a bit about Neil, his family, and their contributions. But I think it's time we give Nick his due. I'd like to bring in my partner in crime, my fellow Crowded House fan, an expert whiskey drinker, and a professional musician, Mike Skiffington. Don't you drink my whiskey. He's doing some great work. He's a hard worker. His death is a post. He's a great guy. We love him. God knows we love him. We're trying to fit him in. We had him doing the lights and the sound. He couldn't do that. We had him over here doing the fallback. He couldn't do that. We've got him on guitars. He's not doing too good at that either. God, he's a good guy, though. Good day, my fellow crowdies. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. My name is Michael Skiffington, and I'm a 45-year-old musician from Richmond, Virginia. I'll be popping in on this podcast from time to time to do a deeper dive into the musical aspects of Crowded House. And I thought for the initial episode we would uh, do something near and dear to my heart as a bass player and take a look at some of uh, Nick Seymour's performances and stylistic characteristics that he brings to the table. Now Nick will not often show up on any sort of internet listicle of of the world's greatest bass players, but he's someone who I like to refer to as sneaky good. When I listen to Nick's playing, I hear two main influences. Uh, The first would be Bruce Thomas, who played bass for Elvis Costello in The Attractions, and the second being Paul McCartney, who played bass for, um, oh, I can't remember. Perhaps it'll turn up in a Google search. With those two influences in mind, we can take a look at the three sort of foundational components of music and see how Nick's playing and style reflects upon those three things. And I'm talking about melody, harmony, and rhythm. So let's take melody first. I think the best examples of of Nick's melodic playing um, can often be found in the fills or little melodic runs that he inserts in just about every 
Crowded House song, but I think the most prominent examples would be uh, in the intro and the outro to Don't Dream It's Over. You can hear Nick make some beautiful runs to sort of lead in and lead out of that song. Similarly, uh, in the last verse of Better Be Home Soon, when it's just Neil uh, unaccompanied, um, he just sort of adds just just the right amount of uh, melody and, and grace and style to that tune. Similarly, Distant Sun, I mean, we can go on and on and on. Those little accents really add a tremendous amount uh, to the overall composition. With respect to harmony, what I notice when I listen to Nick is that he supports the song first and foremost. He does not get in the way, he does not uh, interfere or, or, or step on Neil's vocal line or his guitar line. And one of the best examples I can provide for that would probably be Pineapple Head in the way that the guitar line has a bit of a bounce to it and in between and almost like a call and response, the bass line that Nick is playing underneath that uh, also has its own little bounce. And, and again, that's another example that you can hear uh, in songs like uh, I Feel Possessed, where Nick's playing is supporting the overall song and, and adds to kind of the spookiness at the beginning of it. And finally, with respect to rhythm, uh, there's a lot that we can say here. Nick will demonstrate many different styles over the course of the catalog, like for example, in, uh, you know, he even has aspects of funkiness in whispers and moans the intro, in the intro to that, and also the uh, pops of the bass in World Where You Live, very reminiscent of uh, John Taylor from Duran Duran. But Nick is not a one-trick pony. He also, in songs like Sister Madly and In the Lowlands, plays a very nice walking bass that, again, always supports the song. So the next time you crank up these tunes, take a listen to what Nick is doing on the bottom there and uh, hope you'll gain an even better appreciation uh, for uh, his playing and how it fits with the overall composition of the song. So that's it for me. I look forward to speaking with you in the future about more musical aspects of Crowded House. And thanks for listening. Thanks, Mike. I owe you some Talisker. When did you become a fan of Crowded House? Before you answer that, let's refresh our thinking on what fans are. Fans are ever faithful cheerleaders and supporters. Fandom is a subculture of people that, that share a common interest. From the general to the specific, fans care about the big and small details. Uh, shall I cite Neil Finn's hairstyles as an example? And fans create community. They may have networks that form to share information, stories, and experiences. And while not every fan base has a convention they can go to, hmm, CrowdyCon anyone? Some fans can enjoy large gatherings of like-minded people at concerts and music festivals or online in Facebook groups. Some might say fans have a religious dedication to the object of their fandom. Their devotion to a celebrity, band, or hobby can be the primary focus of their lives. And for the record, it is not an obsession. An obsession means you've gone too far. Okay, maybe you can be a fan and obsessed. Back to our question. Did you become a fan in 1985 when you first heard there was a new band in town with some of your favorite musicians? Did the Malanes capture your imagination? Or was it in 1987 when you heard those first chords of Don't Dream It's Over over radio waves? It's a Maori strum starting with a C-sus-2 chord with a capo on the third fret. 
can we let out a collective? <sighs> or was it at your first Crowded House concert, also in 1987? Paul Kelly and the Messengers may have opened. Maybe you convinced your cool older sister to take you. Or did you become a fan when you heard there was a Crowded House fan club? In fact, let's pause and take a moment to thank someone very, very important. I'd like to give a huge shout out to Peter Green, Crowded House and the Finns Minister of Communication. For countless years, Peter put together newsletters, club sales, fundraisers that did a tremendous amount of good in the world. And most importantly, he connected us more intimately with the ends, Crowded House, Finn Brothers, and the solo careers of the various band members. We owe a debt of gratitude to Peter Green for connecting us with the music and the musicians, and also with each other. So Peter, thank you. Back to the topic at hand. Let's fast forward a few shows, countless newsletters, fan club promotions, tour dates, band members coming and going, a drummer leaves, and a band breaks up. And then Crowded House gets back together. Maybe it was in 2010. You're in New Jersey and it's your birthday and you meet the band. Well, you shake hands with Neil, but he's not sticking around. Maybe that was the best Crowded House show you've ever seen. Did you become a fan then? Or was it at the next gig in Atlantic City? Or the next one in Virginia? Or Dunedin? Or Boston? Or Melbourne? Or Sydney? Or London? Here's what I think. I believe you become a fan once. And then again. And again. And again. And each time we mature a little bit more as a fan. Our relationship grows. And we're not the same people in 2020 as we were in 1985. We've grown as people and as fans. Our world has changed and the world has changed around us. Music in 2020 means something different than in 1987. The music comes to us completely differently than it did 35 years ago. It's in our homes in an instant and there's no need for a physical record or CD to hold in your hands. So what we love and cherish is really an aggregation of the music and experiences from across those 35 years and all that was gifted us in between. I have questions, lots of questions. It's the sociologist in me. There's a book in front of me 4,000 Questions for Getting to Know Anybody and Everybody. The book shares, well, 4,000 questions that help us learn about ourselves and others. Let me ask you a few. As you ponder these, consider your relationship with Crowded House the band. Neil, Nick, Paul, Mark, Matt, Peter, their music, the concerts, and where their music met you and what it meant at that time. Pretend we're at a party and we've had a few drinks. Which band member would you want to have dinner with? Why? What do you admire about the band? Do you like new Crowded House or old Crowded House? Is there a song that defines you? 
or captures a moment in your life? Do you sing Crowded House every day? Do you dance to the music? Do you create or get inspiration from the music? Has a song inspired you to do something you didn't think you could do? What songs make you cry? Would you try to save a crowded house possession if your house caught on fire? What about things you might have in common with the band? Are you from the same hometown? Did you go to the same schools? Where is Crowded House in your music catalog? Is it the centerpiece or is it somewhere on the continuum? And what about the lyrics? What lyrics baffle you? Which ones impact you? Which album have you listened to the most? If the band name Crowded House was already taken, what would you call this band? Are you a musician? Have you played in a band? How important is music in your life? Do you do karaoke? And how would you rate yourself on a scale from 1 to 10? What would you sing in front of a group? I'd love to hear your experiences, thoughts, and connections. They are what will define this podcast going forward. What's coming up in Crowded In Here? We're going to continue to dive into the music and what makes it tick. Mike will be back and we'll be hearing from other musicians and fans about Crowded House's greatest hits and hidden treasures. We'll look at the evolution of songs. We'll have some interviews and we'll have some fun. And we'll talk about where you're from and what's the relationship between where you are and who you are as a fan. Let's learn about the world where you live. Please call in. You, the fans, are the heartbeat of the show. Crowded in Here is about you, by you, and for you. And with that, sweet dreams, make waves, find peace. Crowded in Here is produced on Anchor. Your producer is me, Andy Lacatel, at least until we hire better talent. Your special guest and world-class bass player is Mike Skiffington. You can hear music from Mike's band Vexine on Facebook. Original music is, well, also by me because rights to copyrighted music are expensive. Please visit the Crowded in Here Facebook page and like the show. You can email the show at cihpodcast44 at gmail.com. That's cihpodcast44 at gmail.com. And last but certainly not least, call in. You can call in direct from your phone or computer. Go to www.anchor.fm backslash crowdedinhere backslash message and leave a message for the show. Please leave your name and where you're calling in from. Crowdies Unite.